Good morning, Chicky Babes, and what is up, you delicious humans? Welcome back to the podcast, or if you are new here, welcome to the fam. This is episode number seven, and today we are talking all about consistency. That's right. Hello, Corinne Killingback. How do you do today? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. How are you, Kate Paddle? Sipping on your coffee. I've got one, two. Hold on. On my slurp for the audience. Um, I'm good. I just got back from the gym. I'm actually still like I literally walked in the door and then we got on this call. I was a little bit shitty with my time management this morning. Um, yeah, I'm good. What's what'd been you, going on in your? Well, I was going to say, what'd you do at the gym? Tell me, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, um, I did Deddies today. Yep. So I did five by five deadies and then I did some RDLs, a bit of leg press, some hammy curls and the GHD. Uh, reverse micro Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. It's a good sesh. Fantastic. Yeah. And how, how's your week been? I know that you've had a pretty hectic week. <laughs> Drink your coffee. Sip your coffee. <laughs> um well I don't really feel comfortable divulging too much however what I will say is I have had a really tough week um I've kind of been in like survival state really for the last week due to some things that occurred at home over the last week and so yeah there's been um a lot of boundaries reinforced and a lot of conversations that have occurred with a particular human which has been incredibly tough and one day I will definitely open up all about it however I'm still very much in the depths of it so yeah it's been a really really tough week and fortunately and thankfully I've had for the listeners (laughs) Corrine's been a fucking pillar of support this week um, I think I've been on the phone to you like every single day crying. I've so. literally been on the phone yeah. every day for like hours. <laughs> but yeah. I've been going through my own stuff too, which you've yeah. been able so to it's be been a, it's a, Yeah, it's been a double support week. However, um, you have been such an amazing pillar of support and I'm incredibly grateful for that for this week and for yeah. always, but particularly this last week. Thanks. Yeah, I've I've got some big decisions to make in my life as well which I have been processing and also something that uh, I'm not ready to divulge yet but we'll talk about shortly um and Kate has also yeah <laughs> like just helped play down a whole different bunch of scenarios and problem solving and helping me um go through this big emo- emotional roller coaster that I'm facing as well so it's yeah it's been a real emo week for for both <laughs> of us hey Welcome yeah, to being a, a human, what it means to be a exactly. human, hey? Exactly. And I think it's, I mean, both of us, of course, are comfortable sharing what we're comfortable sharing at this point, but we really wanted to just acknowledge that because, of course, in this day and age, it's so easy to be like, yeah, I've had such a great week. And like, even for me, like, yeah, to speak for myself on social media, it almost feels like you're out of integrity if you're not sharing what's going on, but then, but then you also have to honor your own shit and you don't have to tell anyone what's going on. But I've been really quiet on my social media this week for that reason. And yeah, it, it, I don't know, it feels a little bit out of integrity to, to, to just pretend like everything's hunky dory. And actually I think we should do a, as a side note, a a topic on toxic positivity, which exists fucking everywhere and everyone thinking that you know you you can't be positive but also have a bad day because that's not actually true at all so yeah it's been a a hectic week yeah and it's okay to take a step back from life in you know whatever facet to help manage what you're managing whether that be social media or just life in general like friendships or you need that time to yourself process you need that time to yourself to process and there's no shame in that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I think that topic, yeah, it would be fantastic to have a chat about toxic positivity. Oh, but today we're talking about consistency. So on the back of the last few episodes that we've done in the new year and particularly our goal setting episode, 
uh, we wanted to kind of give you an additional layer of assistance in allowing you or helping you to set goals and actually stick to them. So consistency is a very broad topic. However, it applies to every aspect of your life, every goal you want to achieve, uh, every progress in any area that you want to make. Consistency at the end of the day is king or queen, who's at, whoever's at the top. And um, it's incredibly underrated in goal setting. So in the goal setting episode, we spoke about the what, the how, the why and the who. Mm-hmm. And consistency really aligns with the how. And so this is like an additional layer to that how of the process, but also just reiterating, making sure that you are looking at the why and the who as well. Yeah, consistency definitely is realistically what matters the most, hey? Like you have this end goal, you create these habits, you have to be consistent with these habits and and being that person to reach that goal. And I feel a lot of people struggle with the concept of consistency, maybe because they look at more that all or nothing approach. It's, and I was actually did a check-in with a client uh, yesterday and it was like, yeah, this, this outcome is important, but, and we often focus so much on the outcome, but that doesn't negate all the work and the effort that we're you know, the in-between and it's that consistency with the habits that you're building that helps you reach this outcome and it's the consistency with those habits that actually makes you feel good and awesome and accomplished, not necessarily reaching the outcome. We did talk a lot about that in our goal-setting episode. I mean, it's something that you want to hear a little bit more about, but have you had an all-or-nothing approach to certain things before, Kate Purtle? And what was the outcome of that for you? Yes, I have. Um, It's how I used to think only because I think I was influenced by, I don't know, whatever, my upbringing or social media or the way that society exists right now. Um, I think, and I think we, yeah, we did touch on this in the goal setting episode, but I guess to reiterate, a lot of us have, um, we struggle with delayed gratification and we solely focus on instant gratification and we want to achieve whatever it is that we want to we want to achieve like right now and yeah people struggle with it because there's this mentality that if you're not doing a hundred percent then you may as well just do zero percent and honestly that could not be further from the truth because we are human beings and shit happens and we can't expect ourselves to be a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time um, but you did ask me, have I struggled with all or nothing? And yes, yeah. I have. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. So back in the day, years and years ago, when I was like, I guess, late teens, early twenties, and I just started my big weight loss journey process. Yeah. I don't really know what made me think this way. I'm trying to think back to where I was then and what was sort of influencing me most, but I definitely would beat myself up if I couldn't go to the gym or if, Um, you know, I had a meal out and I didn't feel like I wasn't, I was following a meal plan when I first started. And so, I mean, that's a whole nother topic of conversation in itself, but if I couldn't follow the meal plan, like to the T, then I would beat myself up. And then what I, what I experienced personally was if I was, if I wasn't all in and being a hundred percent, then the alternative for me was I thought that I was a failure and that I didn't have willpower and um, yeah, that I sucked. My, my self-talk back then was really mean and I told myself all kinds of shit. And so then I would swing back to the other way and say, Oh, well, what's the fucking point? And just go and overeat and, you know, yeah. And the spectrum. Yeah. So that real black and white, all or nothing way of thinking and approaching things yeah and I definitely experienced that like not that long ago and maybe you'd think oh hey like you're a fitness professional green you don't make these mistakes yeah I do (laughs) yeah I do I wanted to lose some body fat so I was like cool I'll just do like a six-week little thing dropped my calories down tried to you know overhaul my training and my activity in general and I think it lasted 
a couple of days, like honestly, because I was like, I can't fucking do this. I am so hungry. I'm like, it just, it just didn't work. It didn't work. And for me, it just reiterated that it's the consistency over the long term that is really helpful. Not to say that that couldn't for a particular person. It definitely could. It's being consistent in whatever habits um, over whatever time frame. It's, I guess a big part of where my values lie uh, is longevity. And you know, if I'm talking specific to diet and exercise and weight loss, we talked a lot about that in the fad diet podcast as well. Um, but yeah, it's lots of fun, isn't it? It's not, so much fun. it's not, it's not. And I was just, like you said, I was chasing that instant gratification. I was looking like I was looking at myself and I'm like, I don't like what I say. So what's something drastic I can do to make me feel better. And I felt shit. Like I tried to do it. I felt bad in the process. And then uh, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't feel bad that it didn't work or I was going to say failed in air quotes, I guess, because I knew I'd like, I tried and it just didn't work. So I kind of moved on and that's when I then hired uh, a nutrition coach to help me because I just needed the soundboard. Really, um, decided that it's not something I could do by myself. So why not get the help that I need? So we speak about consistency in relation to physical health, health and fitness because it's just a really easy example to use. Because of course, setting goals in in the area of fitness and health in your life is really easy to use as an example. However we need to adopt the mindset of consistency across all areas of our life. Let's use this podcast as an example. Mm. In order for us to receive, um, receive is not the right word, in order for us to have listeners who are committed to listening to us every single Monday when we upload a new episode, we have to make sure that we're consistently recording them and consistently uploading them on the same day so that people know what to expect. So, uh, yeah, if you're not, if you don't have health and fitness goals, uh, I just want to remind you that consistency, of course, applies to literally every single area of your life. And the only way to make sure that you are achieving something, whatever that looks like, whether it's business, health, relationships, like relationships take fucking daily effort and daily work, the relationship with yourself, self-love, uh, that takes daily effort and daily work and patience and commitment. So consistency applies to everything. But yeah, we speak about it in the context of health and fitness just because it's very applicable in that area. Yeah, and it's what well, it's directly what I do for work as well. So that's why I often relate a lot of what I talk about to the health and fitness space. And then if we actually look up the definition of consistency, it's consistent behavior or, or treatment. And that, and when I hear that, I, I kind of, behaviors to me means habits. So no matter you were talking about like your self-love or, or working on, you know, in a child healing or your mental health, you still have to have consistent habits to help support the process, whatever those habits may be. So I know, can you give me some examples on, you know, building uh, body confidence or building confidence in within yourself? What sort of habits would you need to be practicing to help achieve that? Yeah. So whether we're talking self-love or body confidence, it's, I believe it's 50% mindset, 50% action. You can't shift your beliefs and not take action. You can't take action, and not shift your beliefs. One without the other is nothing. Like you, can't, <laughs> you can't do one without the other. So if we're speaking about body confidence and making sure that we're being consistent with that, it's the mindset portion is unlearning all of the bullshit that you've been telling yourself for years and years and years. It's so you need to simultaneously, and this is just one very small example of what you can do. So uh, shift your beliefs, unlearn your beliefs about what it is that you perceive your body to be based on external expectations, as well as simultaneously take action. And maybe that might look like um, standing in front of the mirror each day at just for three minutes and trying to neutralize your thoughts. You don't have to go from hate to love. I think that's a very unrealistic way to do it. You can just go from hate to, or hate is a really strong word. Maybe you would prefer to use um, dislike. 
to neutrality and just acceptance. Acceptance, of Mm. course, is the first step to creating change, accepting that this is my current reality, this is the present moment, uh, and then by doing that, you are assisting your, the, the shifting of the beliefs and action are working together, which will then, of course, help you create that change. And if you can do that for three minutes each every single day, which is very, very, very achievable, it's not going to happen in the first day that you do it. This is where the consistency piece comes in. If you do it day in and day out over time for a month or two months or six months or one year, however long it takes you because there's no timeline on any of this shit, that's where the change will occur because of the consistent effort. So it doesn't actually matter what... I was going to say, but what happens if I can't do it every other day? What if that's just a commitment that I'm not ready to do? I know it's going to benefit me, but it's just, I just don't have the mental capacity to do it every single day at this stage. What? Sure. So something is better than nothing. Uh, Once a week, once a month. It's something, it's, it's it's not ideal to do it less frequently. However... That's a great point because we're humans and life happens and some people have kids in different circumstances, et cetera. Um, but the more you do it is better than the less you do it. <laughs> I think I, we often look at things from a, a micro, meaning small perspective as well when it comes to consistency. And I see a, a lot of this with my clients too, is they're comparing week by week. Whereas you're not necessarily going to see change in a week, let's be honest. And even when we start shifting these habits and building these habits, the change doesn't necessarily happen right then. Like you said, it is the consistency that helps you lead to the outcome. And the more regular you do it, the quicker we may be able to achieve that outcome. Um, But I think it's important to look at things from a macro or a larger cycle as well because often we don't see change within the first week maybe even two but when we stick to it and we've been doing it for four weeks six weeks two months six months we really do start noticing the drastic change in because we've been putting the effort into these habits we've been consistent with these habits and that yeah brings me kind of back to that instant gratification right like you really do have to practice your delayed gratification when it comes to achieving your goals and I think to in relation to what you can give as well that's going to change from time to time and just because you're not putting in let's say like a hundred percent capacity or a hundred percent effort of maybe what you potentially could and maybe you can only get 50 percent or 80 percent of the task but if you're doing that consistently you will still get there. I think the way that I like to think about it is I'll use my example with my fitness and having children. So prior to children, I could put in 100% and I could achieve a result in three months. After having children, the amount that I can actually prioritize my health and fitness has dropped down to 50%, which means I can still achieve the same goal. It might just now take me six months instead of three. So the consistency part is what matters. And if we just focus on the consistency of those habits, you will still reach your goal. It's just it's just going to look different for everyone. And life as well, dudes and dudettes. Life. <laughs> and I think sometimes we might get a little bit confused as well, thinking that we're not being consistent with something because it isn't necessarily a priority in our life and I'll use the example again of my fitness pre and post children just because I couldn't put in a hundred percent capacity doesn't mean I wasn't still working towards something and it's still a priority because it's still something that I did it just wasn't at the forefront of my mind yeah which is actually a really important point because as humans and particularly as women there's different chapters and seasons of our life where you can give attention and time to different things like again being a woman to use the children example when kids come into your life everything shifts priorities shift your time that you can give to yourself shifts 
And that's something that I experience with a lot of my clients as well. They'll they'll be showing up consistently in some aspects of their life, but maybe not in the area that they feel that they want to. And they start getting a lot of perceived negative feelings, guilt, shame. And, you know, we have to redirect those thoughts. Sure, you may not be consistent in the gym as in some days you're getting in there two times some days you're getting in there three and that really comes down to what is your expectation of yourself as well but when we go from that macro oh I only made it into the gym two days this week to hey well why don't we look at the past four weeks you've been to the gym you know two four six eight to ten times so you have been going and you have been consistent and might just not feel like it because it's not something you can prioritize right now, but it is still happening. And because it's still happening, you will still get where you want to go. And which brings in the point of comparison and the expectations that you have on yourself, maybe expectations that you have uh, or that could be applied to a different context. And what I mean by that is, if your life has shifted, whether that be kids or you've just moved or you just got a new job or your work hours have increased, whatever that looks like, whatever change may have occurred in your life, I think it's easy as humans to expect ourselves to have the same level of attention or consistency <laughs> as a different chapter in our life. And it's just important to remind yourself that this is the current chapter that I'm in or this is the context that exists right now because when the shame and the guilt comes in, then it makes something that could be as simple as just going to the gym. It, it makes it something that becomes like a fucking turmoil inside you because you're applying emotion to a situation. I feel that a lot of, a lot of us feeling like we aren't being consistent or feeling like we aren't working towards something is, is the expectation and the time pressures that we're putting on ourselves. If you just chill on the time pressures, then you've got space, like you've got freedom and long-term allows for small inconsistencies as well, which is like, hey, maybe you move house or you have some big emotional thing that you have to manage. So your health and fitness or that book writing or that self-love gets put on hold for a second or it's still happening, but maybe just in the background. But because we haven't given ourselves a deadline, which, look, can be important, but you have to learn how to be flexible with those in occasions. When we don't give ourselves a deadline, we are able to reframe our thoughts a little bit better surrounding what the goals were and the effort that we're putting in. Yeah, that's a really, really solid point. I remember when I was coaching weight loss clients, I always used to say, there isn't a fucking deadline. Like maybe they'd signed up to work with me for six months or 12 months but that doesn't mean that your entire goal or what it is that you want to achieve has to be done within this time frame. Like at the end of the day, your deadline is when you're six feet under and you can continue. And the objective is that you can continue to work on yourself, your health, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others, like every area of your life for the rest of your life. And I think social media has fucked us up in so many ways. One of which is that, Everywhere you see these eight-week, 10-week, 12-week deadline, blah, where you go like fucking ham for a really short period of time. And then instead of, and, and then when you finish that, then you go back to what you were doing. But that's not the point. The point is that you have the whole, your whole life, like however long you're alive, you can continue to work on this. And I think the deadline thing, like, you know, we spoke about deadlines in our goal setting episode. And I think as humans, deadlines work in some capacities. However, with things like your health and fitness, your relationship with yourself, those are unfortunately never ending things that we have to continue to work on. And so when we're talking about deadlines in this capacity, it's not always helpful if you expect yourself to achieve something by some set date that you set because of whatever expectation you've put on yourself because at the end of the day you don't know like life happens shit happens and that's where flexibility has to come into play and at the end of the day that's where 
why consistency is so important because the behaviors that you're undertaking no matter how frequently are what really matters yeah full stop like that's it we're done yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) and Um, you've noted here the one promise rule that's something yeah. that's something that I know is a big part of your teachings as well. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I think people struggle with consistency for a number of reasons, one of which is this all-or-nothing mentality. And the other is that a lot of people lack self-trust and self-belief. And as soon as I'm, I'm generalizing here, but as, as soon as humans feel like they're not meeting some perceived expectation, whether that's one that they've put on themselves or other people have put on them, then the shame and the guilt cycle begins and it's really easy to, quote, unquote, fall off the bandwagon, whatever the fuck that even means. I hate that phrase. But it's really easy to stop doing what you're doing if you don't if you don't feel good enough or you don't feel like you're meeting any expectations. And, again, dieting is just a really fucking good example to utilize in this capacity because when I talk about people lacking self-trust and self-belief to use the dieting example, if you continuously say for weeks and weeks and weeks or months or years on fucking end, I'm starting my diet on Monday and then you get to Monday and, Oh, this week's not a good week because Johnny's sick. Johnny, my little three-year-old sick and fucking works really <laughs> busy and whatever. It's just not a good week. I'll start my diet next Monday. And then you get to next Monday and you're like, oh, um, blah, blah, insert reasoning, not a good week. Because you have this all or nothing mentality and you think if you can't do 100%, then you may as well do nothing. So then when you continuously say, I'm going to start next Monday, you actually stop believing yourself that you're going to do it. So you say, I start next Monday but you, you almost know that you're not going to do it based on all of these times in the past that you've said you're going to start and you don't yeah. start. And so then you stop trusting yourself and you stop believing the words that are coming out of your mouth and you lose uh, integrity because you're saying one thing and not following through, but already knowing that you're not going to follow through. And so then your self-trust, your self-belief is entirely severed. And that's why consistency is so important which brings me in conclusion to the one promise rule, which is um, actually something that I learned from the holistic psychologist. Um, mm. If you don't follow her account online, please do. She has fantastic, very implementable information. Um, so the one promise rule is about picking one thing that takes you less than 10 minutes and doing it every single day for a period of 30 days. The reason why this is so important is because to tie in the all or nothing thing, and again, to use dieting or health and fitness as an example, because it's just a really easy example. When we think about going into a weight loss process, we're like, okay, I've got to go to the gym. I've got to get my steps in. I've got to follow my diet or like track my food or whatever. I've got to drink my water. I've got to get my sleep in. I've got to you know, do, that's already five things. And that's very time consuming and a lot of different things to stick to. If you're currently not doing any of them, to expect yourself to implement all of them and to implement them all at 100% is silly. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I, I can I do know it. I can fucking do it, yeah. So the one promise rule is about picking one thing and sticking, as I already said that, one thing and sticking to it for 30 days. And when you do that, you build your self-trust, you build your self-belief, you are in alignment with your integrity and what happens after those 30 days is you can start to feel like you can actually do shit and I know that that sounds a bit silly but if you're in a state of like lacking self-trust lacking self-belief lacking confidence in yourself you're really in a state of like not being able to do anything and as you said before like you set that drastic oh, fuck, I've got to do something. And so we set these drastic things or like these epic expectations on ourselves and then we can't follow through with them because they're too hard. And when I've spoken about the one promise rule, a lot of, my resp- a lot of the response that I get is, oh, that's easy. Mm. Like that's too easy. 
It's like, but that's the but point. Then, it's, it's supposed to be too easy. So you build that trust within yourself that you can do this and you can achieve it. Exactly. So a couple of months ago, I ran a challenge called the Love Yourself Challenge, and um, everyone was to set four habits: one for your mental health, one for your physical health, one for your emotional health, and one for your spiritual self. So meditating or something like that. Um, and what happened was for the first seven or so days, everyone was fucking great with their four things. But what I found over that 30 day period is that people couldn't keep up with four things because life, because whatever. Um, and so it, it, I think as humans, we think, oh, four things, that's fucking easy to do. Mm. But at the end of the day, to integrate new habits into your life, Focusing on one thing is allows you then to build all of that shit within yourself, build all of that. Um, good, good feels, good vibes. <laughs> good feels, like belief of yourself. And then from there, you can take action and begin to integrate more things into your life. Yeah. And let's, let's be honest, like building one habit takes fucking effort and like and that's the experience that I've found and I am like versed in the habits that I'm trying to build and now imagine trying to undo a habit to build one now that's Mm. even harder and I guess what like what you're saying is like a and what I'm going through currently is a perfect example so hired hired my coach I was like cool so this is the outcome want to lose a little bit of weight um she's a great awesome coach we look at lifestyle factors as well and we kind of you know she asked me what I want to improve and I'm like I definitely need to improve my morning routine my nighttime routine Um, I need to start being accountable for my nutrition again and my exercise activity needs to be super consistent but then that was broken down into two little points as well being my strength training and my walking and when you look at all that you're just like fuck like that's a lot right so we just started super simple and something that's really easy for me, which was just tracking my nutrition. I just started tracking my nutrition, not necessarily reaching any targets. Like I didn't put that pressure on myself, but again, that's a skill that I have. So I found that quite easy anyway. And then once I kind of got into the rhythm of that, I started implementing more of a morning routine that didn't involve my phone because I wanted to change that. Once I'd kind of established that, then I looked more at my night time routine, kind of got that going. Once I'd established that, I was like, cool. And now I've started building trust within myself that, hey, I can do these things. Now, um, during that time too, I've become conscious of my exercise and my weight had started plateauing, which is a normal part of the process. And I know that my food probably has to have some adjustments made if I want to continue to achieve my outcome. Um, but I'm just not ready for that yet. I still have a little bit of inner searching as to why I'm not ready. I think I just don't, this fear around being hungry and moody and I really don't want to be in that place. So I'm trying to do everything that I can first. Um, So now I'm working on getting my steps up because I know that that's going to help. And then I'm going to work on, once I can nail that, I'm going to start adding in my strength training because I know that that'll help as well. Um, So that's just a little bit of an idea of how I've layered my habits over time to help me reach this goal. If I had tried to do everything all at once again, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Hmm. And I prioritize. It's like prioritizing what's important as well. I think that's an important part of part of the steps. And then talking about consistency, being consistent in all those areas. But like, like again, the definition is consistent behavior, behavior, habit. So that's why we are talking a lot about habits and you've got to practice those behaviors or practice those habits often I actually um my relationship with consistency is really interesting and I was thinking about this as you were just talking um if you listen to the schemas episode one of my schemas is unrelenting standards yeah um and what that means is you place ridiculous expectations on yourself and so I just want to share this because I think it's like it's all good and well us saying this but 
shifting your mindset to have a more flexible approach and mm. to understand that there's no deadline and to be able to implement habits one at a time. Um, it's great in theory, but in terms of actually, yeah, shifting your mindset and implementing things slowly, we're not really conditioned to do that. The way that our society works is like hustle, grind, draw, get shit mm. done, go, go, bam. And as someone who has unrelenting standards as their schema, um, which I've been working a lot on, it's still <laughs> something that I struggle with. Like when I'm setting goals, as, ex- as an example, when I was setting goals for this year, and I even, I think I told you this, I'm like, I said we were discussing our goals or I don't know. We're talking about something. For the podcast. Like, we're setting goals for the right. podcast. Yeah. That's right. And I said, you're really realistic in your goal setting. And I actually personally really struggle. I'm like, I'm going to make a million dollars this year. <laughs> um, but the reality of the situation of where I am right now and that happening is it's just anything is possible. However, it's not <laughs> entirely realistic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I just want to kind of touch on that because I think, yeah, in theory, all of this, like you probably logically understand this. I mean, I'm sure it makes sense for you to understand everything that we're saying. However, if you're in my camp of maybe you have unrelenting standards or high expectations, or you've been conditioned or brought up in a family that's like, bam, 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 get shit done, grind, hustle, make everything happen yesterday it is really hard to shift your mindset. So also be gentle with yourself. If you are going to start implementing some of the stuff that we've been talking about, just be really gentle and compassionate towards yourself, even in the process of shifting your beliefs around all of this stuff. Because I mean, fucking unlearning beliefs, talk about consistency, like that has to be done repetitiously. That's not a fucking word. That has to be done in repetition. (laughs) i'm like i think maybe it is is repetitiously a word let's google that make it up and make it make it how how would you spell it r-e-p rep i-t repet i-t-i-o-u-s-l-y repetitious repetitious it's definitely it is definition yeah definition of repetitious characterized or marked by repetition especially tediously repeating repetitiously yeah there you go good job oh, Urban, you, did, I mean, you didn't you didn't just make up a Harvard dictionary whatever it's called um yeah un- unlearning beliefs inserting new beliefs has to be done through repetition and uh beliefs are formed through repetition over time and time and time again of you telling yourself bullshit in your head or telling yourself the same thing um so yeah just a reminder all this shit is really good in theory and I'm sure it logically makes sense, but integrating it takes time and it takes consistency, which is a double-edged sword. It takes consistency to understand about consistency and give yourself that flexibility and understand that you need that. Yeah. And you're probably going to fuck up, Like, let's be honest. We're human. You will. Yeah. We have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're going to fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> yeah same this podcast for an example how many edits have have you done so far this is a note to Kate Pirtle editing I hope you've had a fun time editing this podcast and all the cuts for anyone listening we've had about 700 fucking fuck-ups this episode so (laughs) but hey we're here we're showing up we're being consistent we're implementing behaviors that's all that matters right that's it um yeah and there's one like those one percent improvements there they have an impact and it's um what's his name again james james yeah and i'm gonna butcher do you remember his quote i can't remember the quote and we've talked i don't know the one percent the one percent or one and well this is something that we talked about previously as well yeah in the goal setting episode the one percent rule it's not a rule the one percent example that he utilized was if you were flying from LA to New York, which mm. is the same as city to Perth. And if the plane was veered 1% off track over the course of a five hour flight from LA to New York, you would end up like 500 miles north in Washington, DC, just from that 1% gradient off course yeah. of the plane gradient. Yeah. So that's one, the. It's impactful. 
is impactful. Over time. Yes, over time. And I think a big, um, when you were talking, it's just popped back up again about why people struggle with consistency. That instant gratification is a big part of that too it's like cool I've made this change why haven't I seen it no I went to the gym one time this week why why yeah I'm not stronger (laughs) I'm not stronger I ate a salad today like why haven't I lost weight because it doesn't work like that like yeah it's not it's not things that you do in isolation it's things that you do in isolation that compound over time that then create the change so it's what you do consistently that matters not what you do once why do you keep consistent when you're working towards something is there a driving force for you is it just because you have the knowledge because you have the faith and the trust in yourself yeah because I thought about that too like it seems like not it seems to come easy to me not that I don't have struggles with it but yeah so just got me thinking is it because it's something that I have practiced often and been successful at it I think that's the answer because I know I think yeah, I've done it in the past. I know that I can do it again if I practice. And I also know that it's not instant. I'm not going to get what I want straight away. That's disappointing sometimes, but. Yes. Um, however, I think you're referring to things that you've already done over periods of time. So what about if you were to implement a new habit, you as a human being would struggle with consistently doing it because it's new and it's not something that you've done repetitiously. <laughs> yeah, look at that, new words. <laughs> it's not something that you've done in repetition. Like I, I can only assume that when you were saying that you were speaking about habits and behaviours to do with your work or health and fitness, which you've been doing for decades or at least one decade, um, which is a long fucking period of time. Mm. And to apply it back again to our goal setting episode, it's become part of your identity. And that's True. Yep. when shit just becomes fucking easy. Like going to the gym for me now is not, I literally don't even, there's no automatic conscious yeah. thought. It's literally like I get up. It's something that is so ingrained into part of my routine because it's who I am now. I, It's what I do. It's who I am. So, so we have to make, uh, what I'm hearing is we have to make conscious effort you've you've got to have your goal you've got to have your outcome we have to like our goal setting our goal our outcome we have to have the processes yes we need to understand who we are and our why but we need to have then have to make the conscious effort and then have the discipline to continue to practice so then it becomes automatic yeah and it only becomes automatic when it's a part of our identity which is where the who we have to be and the why comes into play in that kind of process. Isn't it cool how I wasn't expecting the conversation to end up here, to be honest, like when it's, but it all kind of makes sense. It's weird. I'm, it's weird. It's like how it just all intertwines. And at the end of the day, a lot of what we've talked about so far has come down to our habit building and who we, who we want to be and practicing being that person understanding your stuff and your blockages and working through that I think one of the best tips that I could give anyone if they want to change is think about who you want to be and start acting Mm -hmm. as if you're already that person yeah that's something that's an easy task that I get my clients to be it's like who do you want to be and that's that's a whole nother I could delve I could go into that um I also wanted to bring up as well, like an example that I used in relation to the journey that I'm taking um, and, you know, this fat loss process that I'm using. And again, this is just the example is I, this week I told my coach, talked to my coach that I don't want to manipulate my nutrition um, because I want to focus on these other habits first and really start nailing them. I know that I'm not necessarily going to lose body fat over the next week or two, but that doesn't mean I'm not still working towards my goal because I am setting myself up with these habits and I am going to be consistently doing these. So then I can just layer on what I need to in the future. So I guess just because sometimes we're not directly working 
towards the goal doesn't mean that the actions and the behaviors that we're doing aren't going to help reach the goal. Yeah. Yeah. I also think you're adding to your foundation by doing that. You're not necessarily putting the roof on the house, but you're, you're adding to the foundation that already exists. And that's just as important if particularly if you can't prioritize something right now, like let's use your example, like not that you can't prioritize it, but you want to work on the other parts of the foundation of the house to assist in putting the roof on. That's a really shitty analogy. That doesn't no, really no, it makes sense. sense it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's, you might not, yeah, you might not be 100% or it might not be like a top priority. However, effort still matters yeah. and behaviors and habits, they all still matter. And even if you're doing something at 20% capacity, it's better than nothing. And you're still doing mm. something which adds to that foundation, um, which then at a different time in your life, you can fucking ramp it up, but the foundation already exists. Yeah. And bringing back to like who, like who you want to be. And cause I went for a walk last night because I, I made like and I made that commitment to myself I think I, again a big part of I learned a lot from you Kate Pirtle a big part of yourself your teachings um I think it was more in relation to that one promise rule and making that promise or making that commitment to yourself and like it was to get my 10,000 steps that's just and Eddie I did it so I had to go for a walk last night and then I went for a walk early this morning I mean, my husband asked me, like, how do you feel like back-to-back walks? And I'm like, look, I'm a little bit tired, but I actually feel really good because I'm keeping a promise to myself. I'm keeping this commitment to myself. And by doing that, I'm being the person that I want to be, which is, you know, dedicated, committed. I feel healthy. My body actually feels great from doing all this extra walking. I'm actually using fucking muscles rather than sitting on my, I'm a sed- I'm sedentary, um, which I don't like and kind of goes against who I want to be. So putting in this effort of doing the action of walking is allowing me to be the person that I want to be. And that is what feels good. To add, it's, it's the keeping the promise to yourself as well, which I actually didn't say that when I was talking about the one promise rule, but the word promise, like the best act of self-love is keeping promises to yourself, whatever that looks like, whether that's holding a boundary or, going for a walk like yeah and anything in between not that that's the fucking spectrum but whatever like any <laughs> any promise that you make to yourself when you say you're going to do something or you make a promise and you don't follow through then that's when you lack this the or you're you sort of sever the trust with yourself or the belief that you have with yourself or about yourself and so if yeah if you want to become the person you make a promise and you follow through and it's not actually yeah, like whether it's a 10-minute walk or an hour-long strength session or anything else, it's it's not actually then about what you're doing, but it's about keeping the promise. So a prime example that I like sharing with my clients is let's talk about journaling as an example. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people like journaling in itself like people struggle with it because I think a lot of people think that it's like dear diary like this that's not how I like to teach journaling but when you're talking about keeping promises to yourself it doesn't mean you have to sit down for an hour with your fucking journal it could just be that you write one single line in your journal that morning because you're busy or you don't feel good or whatever and you say like you can write whatever the fuck you want it's your journal you can write I am keeping my promise to myself and you can shut the fucking book But the purpose of that is you have kept that promise to yourself. So it doesn't mean that every single day, like something that I do every single day, because it's now just, I get up and I do it. It's just part of who I am. And I make time for it is I spend um, at least I set a timer for 10 minutes and I just fucking put my thoughts on paper and then I shut the book and I never look at it again. But some, that's what I do most of the time. Sometimes I might have woken up late or um, I don't know, whatever. I wake up, whatever. But because I've kept that promise to myself, I literally sometimes just write the fucking date. And like literally one time I wrote my I'm name. Running, I'm, running, I'm, I'm running late. Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
and not in the mood today have, fuck off yeah yeah literally i think also one time i've written like i'm fucking pissed off and then I just have a look. <laughs> um so sure maybe that might not happen every day but for me like in the circumstance that i live in i don't have kids i you know like i don't have many other external res- responsibilities to do in the morning and so i can commit that to myself every day but like i said sometimes i get up and i write a single line and i shut the book and it's not then about what you do. It's about the act and the mm-hmm. promise that you've made to yourself. And so whether it's 10% of what you could do or 100% of what you could do, it's just about keeping that promise to yourself, which is consistency, basically. Yeah, and, it, and yeah, it's, it, sometimes it's going to be at different capacities. Like you said, some days you've just written, I'm pissed off. Other days you can sit there and write, write pages. It's not it's not necessarily how much you're achieving more so than the act doing the act itself. Yeah. Like maybe you exercise, let's use exercise as an example. If you have told yourself that you want to strength train three times a week, um, but maybe you are busy or you don't feel good or like, I don't know, whatever, Sometimes you don't have time for it and that's okay. However, you could also be flexible and say, well, I don't have time for my strength training session today, but I'll go for a 20 minute walk around the block because I know that I can fit it, fit that in. And so again, at the end of the day, you're still keeping that promise to yourself to give you the, yourself the time um, to look after yourself and respect yourself and whatever. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not always about the, the all or nothing. Amount of, yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's it's never about that. It's about mm. keeping the promise to yourself, and also understanding that you can only, on different days, weeks, months, chapters of life, you can only give yourself whatever percentage you can at that time, and that's okay. Yeah. So even if I went for my walk, but I could only do ten minutes, didn't hit my hit my ten pace steps, like big whoop. I've still kept that commitment to myself, and that's what's the most important. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, Again, I just, we put a lot of pressure and expectation on ourselves. And that happens with a lot of my clients too. Like I had a client say, you know, she's disappointed in herself because she really wants to do that fourth session or fifth session. And she just hasn't been able to. And I'm like, but why? And it was something along the lines of, um, she just thought that that's what she had to do to get where she wanted to go. And it's like, but if you can consistently do those three to four sessions and put your hundred percent, like, just let's just drop it down to three. Do your three sessions, put everything into those three. You're probably going to get better results than trying to squeeze five half-ass sessions in. Like hmm. you're causing yourself grief and you're putting this pressure, unnecessary pressure on yourself when we can just get rid of that expectation and that belief system. Um, you know, and that's not always easy. This particular client is you're very switched on in in the fact that she can handle those sorts of things well and she learns really quickly and yeah so she's been consistent with her three sessions and is achieving epic shit yeah like smashing it another example that i just thought of as well as you were saying that is i think strength training in terms of being consistent and being patient is a really great uh example to use so I had a goal to bench 60 kilos for like as long as I can fucking remember, like years, maybe, I don't know, a long time. (laughs) Um, But I, it didn't happen for literally years. So just because you have a goal, Mm. it can be in the back of your mind and you can be working towards it and, and just know that it will happen if you keep fucking putting in effort. So I've had different periods of my life in terms of like, the goals that I've had. So I might've been lifting a lot lighter because I had, you know, I wasn't eating or whatever, different, different chapters of life in terms of my strength gains. Um, and yeah, for as long as I can remember, I'm like, I just want to bench 60 kilos. Like that would be really fucking cool. And it wasn't until this, not this year, we're in 2022 now, mm, 2021 <laughs> that I benched 60 and I'm actually nearly at 70 now. Um, just fucking sick but yeah so I just want to remind you that you can have a goal or an outcome that you want to achieve and it can just be sitting there and you can go through life and different things can happen and 
eventually it will happen if you continue to show up and you continue to be consistent. Um, I think, yeah, with this like instant gratification, expectations, fucking world that we live in, we feel like we need to have five massive goals at any one time. I don't know why five, just a lot of goals (laughs) at any one time. And we have to be a hundred percent in order to achieve them all. But yeah, it's just not true. No. Yeah. Agree. And it just takes a long time in the gym to fucking add weight, add strength, add weight on the bar. Um, It probably took me five years to bench 60 kilos, but again, I had different like seasons and chapters of different goals and things. But it took five years. Yeah, and you were just you got there in the end. You were just consistent in your yeah. in some sort of approach over those five years. And yeah. like you said, it all like that twenty kilos that you benched five years ago is what helped you lift that sixty now nearly seventy kilos. Like it all it all plays a part. And yeah, that's what I was trying to explain to my client. Yeah, is that everything in between. Like just because it, you lifting that 20 or that 30 isn't the 60 doesn't discount it because that effort will eventually lead you to achieving that 60 or achieving your goal and outcome. And to bring us back to my shitty house analogy, like the 20 or 30 kilos adds <laughs> to the foundation. <laughs> no, it's a good analogy. It made sense to me. <laughs> I just don't think I verbalized it very well. My brain is a little bit, how are you going today? But it did, you know, like everything that your clients do, like everything that we do, it, it compounds over time. It adds up. It accumulates. It, it all <laughs> is part. I was trying to bring out <laughs> yeah, no, terms yeah, in my no, head and I'm like, no, I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> um, it all adds up. It all adds to that foundation. And over time, if you continue to show up, like it'll happen eventually. Yeah. So take the pressure off yourself, set, set goals, do it because that's important part of do it, do it. That's an important part of the process. Like if you don't actually set a goal, are you actually going to achieve it? Probably not. Flexible intention. If you don't set a goal, sorry, I've got another good analogy. If you don't set a goal, it's like trying to drive to a destination without a GPS and you don't know where you're going to end up because you don't have a direction that you're going. Yeah, that's a good one. That's not a shitty house analogy. That's a great GPS analogy. <laughs> Set your goal. Be flexible in your intentions. Take the pressure off yourself. Like, And I guess that's where the flexibility comes in too. It's like, yeah, you had this goal of benching 60 kilos. It's taken you five years to do. That's cool. You still got there. You still did it. Check yourself. What's going on in your head? Don't be a dickhead to yourself. Don't be a dick. And... <laughs> Just understand that all those tiny efforts, every time you practice that discipline, every time you say no, every time you write one word, every time you just even step in the gym and maybe you don't do your strength training session, but you do a little walk instead, that all means something. That's those, you know, where the plain thing with the one percenters, every little thing that you do is adding like a book doesn't get written it's not like you just one day like oh <laughs> wrote a book today like, <laughs> a book gets written by typing words on a page and it probably happens page by page or chapter by chapter and you just physically can't do that all in one go and so you just need to remember that nothing that you want to achieve can happen in one go it happens through daily or weekly or monthly consistency and effort over a long period of fucking time consistent effort too which is important like it's not just going to happen because you did set a goal mm, you, you actually thought have, about it yeah <laughs> action that's where a lot of <laughs> manifestation <laughs> i do agree with manifestation however i think that manifestation needs to be a, a, applied with action yeah because you can't just think your way. Oh, to like I want to win a million dollars, but I never actually buy a lottery ticket. Yeah, like <laughs> like it's not going to happen, right? You got to do something. I'm going to buy my yeah, lottery I'll, ticket, and then be, as I'm doing it, as I'm being handed that lottery ticket, I am going to imagine me winning a million dollars and what that would mean for me. <laughs> what would you do yeah. if you won a million dollars? Let's ask this question. 
audience, you tell us too. If you want a million dollars, what would you do, Kate Fertile? Yeah, shoot us a DM and let us know what you would do. <laughs> um, I, a million bucks. I know this sounds bad, but these days it's not that much. Like you can't yeah. really buy a house anymore with a million dollars. Yeah. Um, I would invest in my business. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, right now I probably wouldn't. I'm just thinking about whether I would buy a house or not or like put a deposit down or. What about an investment property? Because then at least you still have some property, but you don't necessarily have to live there because I know you have some goals in relation to where you want to be in timeframes. Mm. Yeah. I would, it would probably go to my business and investment property and I would take my family on a holiday we would all go to South Africa on safari, which is something that we've all Ooh, wanted to do for fucking yeah. ever, um, which is a very costly holiday. Um, and You've only got a million dollars here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's the thing. It, it actually, I know this sounds weird, but, like, it doesn't actually get that far. Yeah. I mean, it, like, would, it would impact us. I would pay off our home loan. That would save, like, shit tons of money a week. Like that yeah. alone would have a big impact and then we'd probably do an investment property and maybe yeah. I'd invest some in my business. Yeah, there you go. I would also um, really like to help some less fortunate people. Mm. I I've always... I don't know what that looks like yet. I haven't mama, come across my thing, you know? Yeah, mum and I have always wanted to open an animal shelter where animals, you know, can get adopted or they can just live a really super happy life. Until yeah. they pass away. I would travel a lot too. I have no interest in traveling, to be honest. Oh, really? Not really. And maybe not in this time of my life. Yeah, I'm I'm a homebody. Like I want to invest my time and what I have into my home and creating my home. I think that's more of a priority for me. Yeah, that's why I said I don't know at this chapter of my life because if I – I would probably just get on a plane just go to see where I ended up yeah Yeah. in saying that I haven't really experienced different like drastically different cultures like I've been to Hawaii I've been to Indonesia um which is still very like westernized where we traveled to where did we go Bali we went to Bali there are a lot of parts of Bali though that are like secluded yeah yeah and I wanted to I was like cool let's go like somewhere where tourists don't go so I can actually experience the life of a Balinese person. And it was like, oh, like, let's go to this rice field. And it's like, cool. And there are a hundred other tourists there too. Like, but yeah. anyway, anyway, consistency. <laughs> awesome. I would also well, invest yeah. in, sorry, I just, I, I want to run. I'm just going to put it out there. Go. I don't think, I, I don't think I've told you this. I think, no, I, I only think I've told you this, but I'm just going to speak to our audience. I want to run one day an annual female empowerment event that goes mm. for like three or four days in Australia. And um, I've researched a lot of humans who run these big events in the States and it costs like three or 400 grand to put on wow. if you're going to yeah. do it properly. So um, yeah, I would probably, I think a lot of it would go to work shit right now in this chapter of my life. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, just love it. Yeah, no, so I go look forward for to that in the next couple of years. Yes, mm-hmm. I can't wait. I can't wait to get there. I've covered a lot in today's podcast on consistency, and like I said, I, I think it's taken an interesting turn for me. I wasn't expecting the podcast to end up talking about a million dollars, but <laughs> what we would do with a million dollars. But yeah, I guess I uncover, and one thing I love about doing these podcasts is I learn a lot uncover a lot as we're talking really and consistency behaviors habits habits really are the cornerstone in achieving that you what you want to achieve and you do have to practice those habits often yeah I guess to as as a final statement consistency is the key to progress in any area of your life Mm -hmm. like any yeah whether it's work relationship self personal development um finances or your health that's your five areas um none nothing in any of those areas is going to be achieved without consistency over a long period of time and the sooner i think you can 
drop out of the all or nothing mentality and the instant gratification mentality and fall into the delayed gratification mentality and the consistency mentality, then it will help you take a, a lot of the fucking expectations and shame and guilt and bullshit that you put on yourself. Um, it'll help you take that away and then it'll become much more enjoyable. It doesn't make mm. it easier. It just makes it a more enjoyable thing to do and then you'll well, be much you know, more you're there. To as well. Yeah, you're there and you've had fun along the way. Yeah. Awesome. And to wrap up today's potty, Kate Perdle, what do you love about yourself? proud of and oh, grateful for God. today yeah <laughs> put you on the spot <laughs> oh, fuck. um I am very grateful for you this week as I said at the start it's been a fucking shitty shitty week and you've been there at all hours of the day for me and I'm really grateful for that um I'm not proud of how I handled myself this week <laughs> Um, but I'm proud for acknowledging that and mm-hmm. acknowledging that I have things that I want to work on in terms of the way that I handle situations like those that have occurred this week. And I love about myself that I was willing to hold my boundary um, within a circumstance that felt quite traumatic at the time. Uh, And I was able to somewhat speak my mind (laughs) and then place a boundary and hold a boundary and not allow that boundary to be crossed. So I'm really, I love that I was able to do that because not that long ago, I wasn't able to do that. So gross, motherfucker. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to start with grateful. I am grateful for my health and the abilities that I have. Like I said, I've been going for lots of walks and the fact that I can do that um, and the place we live, I'm very grateful for as well. It's absolutely stunning here. Um, proud. I'm proud of myself for making some big decisions that are going to serve me. are tough, but um, are going to serve me and my needs and I love about myself why this one's hard because I go to things that I love like I love my boys or I love where we live I love the point yeah I guess I think I've said this before but my resilience is I yeah I love my resilience I can face something tough and work through it and work towards the outcome. Two thumbs up. Alrighty, that is it for this episode. We hope that you have enjoyed it. We hope that you have taken something from this and we hope that we have helped you in some way, shape or form. If you have enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you could screenshot it, chuck it on your stories and tag us so that we can connect with you. Other than that, thank you so much for your listening. Thank you so much for your time. And we'll catch you in next week's episode. Bye-bye. Bye. See you next week.